0: DAD is brought to you by Collectors King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the Collector Army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move, Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, eSport news, podcasts, your lovely PokéDads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. This week on PokéDads, we talk about all things prepping for a regional with our favorite special guest, Justin. What's up, man? Um, not
1: much. What's up with you guys? Feeling. Grass is so best.
0: At the end of the pot after your amazing info of prepping for a regional, uh, do you do you think uh you you knew what you were saying? I don't know what I'm trying to say. My brain's kinda Do of, you ever
2: you know what you're trying to say?
0: <laughs>
3: you feel like you educated the polka dad's well enough.
4: Yeah. Uh, a little a little bit. I uh, you know, I definitely was caught off guard by the questions. I was definitely thinking you guys were going to ask, like, yeah, get a good night's sleep, drink water, stuff like that. I was like, oh, I'm totally ready for these questions.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a but, dad. Uh, I, could, I, could I, 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 I did to my, my best <laughs> on the fly.
0: <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> Poké Dads asking you Poké Dad questions. <laughs> but hey, I got this for you. Before we jump in the pod, make sure you get eight hours of sleep, drink some water, and also drink... <laughs> Consistently throughout the day, when you're at the regionals, and have a good it's breakfast. important. Have a good, have a great breakfast.
1: B-
4: big ol', big ol', healthy breakfast.
0: <laughs> but aside of dad jokes and lore, we got more and more better questions in this episode. Well, oh, so let's yeah. roll. All right. <laughs> Pokey Dad Nation, welcome to another exciting episode of PokéDads, Dads, the Pokemon TCG podcast. Your fun source for decks, meta calls, lame dad jokes, or anything you can come in the fun world of Pokemon TCG. Hit us up on any social media at Pokey TCG, or if you're watching us on Twitch, just PokéDads. Dads. And then hit us up on that text line at 815 782 0202 for question of the week, polls, whatever. Just, you know, send. Just don't send nudes. That's a little weird. It's a little weird, guys. I'm, Anyways, I'm your host, <laughs> Poke Dad Rick. With me today is
1: Poke Dad Aaron and intern Drew.
0: What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Welcome to a fun episode. We have a special guest, Poke Brew, Poke Dad, Justin, in the second half of the episode, talking all things regional and how to prep for it. And uh, Drew threw some tough questions at him. I think we time. all
2: threw some tough questions. Just saying, just saying. Also, I don't know how I feel about the new intro. If you just kind of like threw it in there. I was like, "This isn't the normal words." What the fuck? I'm supposed to bob my head back and forth.
0: Sometimes you go down, know, you point it up, point it through. At least your mic's working today.
2: <laughs> yeah, professional.
0: As far as we know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we
0: have to look at the chat. Just like, wait. Aaron, We can't hear. Hey, I can't Aaron. hear
2: you. What's going on, guys?
0: Yeah. Well, since we know Aaron has a mouthful of catching up with things, we'll start with Drew. Drew, how are things? How's COVID life?
3: Uh, It's good. Um, Most of you guys know I got COVID on Friday last week, immediately after the pod, which was super fun. Uh, my wife was out of town, so I had to uh, beg my family members to get me supplies, like gallons of Gatorade and stuff like that, which was a good time. And you'd think with all this downtime, I'd have like so much extra time to do pokemon flavored things but dude i was a wreck like my voice sucked like my body energy was just lacking entirely and that was probably the most frustrating part about all of it um but then yesterday kind of mustered all the strength that i had to uh piece together our very first patreon tourney and we played standard format and that was actually a blast i invited a bunch of my teammates from here in my testing group and they came through and brought a little bit of diversity in the form of everyone basically playing an Arceus deck, <laughs> which is really funny. <laughs> and uh, and surprisingly enough, as rigged as it may sound, it was me and my brother in the finals. <laughs> and that was... Uh, rigged! Yeah, yeah, that was right a really good find no. out. Uh, between having the small check-in window and stuff like that, it definitely didn't feel good to kind of have my, my placing, if you will. But I still played pretty good. I played Duraludon. You know, tried and true power tower.
1: Yeah. And
3: uh, And we had true. two... Counted two Blastoise decks in not only the tournament but in the Top Cut too, which was sick.
0: Yeah, Drew's first two wins of the tournament was one couldn't make it and the other one didn't clock in in time. So, oh!
3: <laughs> yep. So, so we've we've abbreviated that now and we've uh we've made the check in window 10 minutes for a 30 minute uh, best of one round and uh it was it was the first of many to come. So, I think it went pretty well and the the little group chat that we had Mm -hmm. uh, and the video chat and being able to stream each other's games was a lot of fun and I look forward to you know many more of these in the future it was actually Uh, a blast And you know if you played in the tourney make sure you check your trades because I have distributed pricing to everyone who played
0: nice man that's uh that was sick yeah I was on for a little bit to catch up with you guys it was a very nice chill environment it was really cool
3: yeah and then before we pass the torch to somebody else uh, congratulations, Jeremy, on winning the tournament with Arceus Blaslois. Uh, he was very, very hyped on his 6 CD that he brought to the tourney. And
1: uh, Did you
0: build is... it?
3: I helped him, yeah, but he yeah. he piloted it. It, doesn't, yeah. it don't matter who builds it, it's
5: about <laughs> who wins with it. You
0: know?
3: um, but yeah, he, he played outstanding. It was a sick best of three. You know, he did the last game. It was kind of like who was bricking less to uh, to kind of pull off the dub, but he he had it in the bag. And uh, GGs, hats off to you. Go Corvynites.
0: <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey right, Darren, how are, how are things?
2: Things are good. Um, let's see here. So I, for those who don't know, I do D and D stuff as a homebrew thing. I, I have talked about it a bunch of different times. Um, it's like my it's my second job. Um, I released the Foundry model, which is a virtual tabletop that I've been working on. I've probably put a solid three hundred hours in this thing, if not more, that I finally released on my Patreon. Uh. Two or three days ago. Um, but in doing so, um, I neglected some of my other D&D stuff, so I still have to make monsters for my Patreon. I have to make a monster hunt for my Patreon. I have to make all the fucking requests for my Patreon. And then I'm also two weeks behind currently on my questionnaire stuff, so I have to get all that cut up as well. So, for the next, like, ten days, I am basically D&D non freaking stop. <laughs> to get caught sounds, back up to everything.
0: Sounds like a normal week with you, okay? <laughs>
2: Hey, it's, it's it's technically it's more D and D. I'm just saying D and D and D. Yes. So that is kind of um, what's been going on with me. Um, other than that, real life stuff. The wife is good. The kid is good. He went on a field trip. Uh, they went to a baseball game that during the rainiest freaking day of the week. So they had fun. They enjoyed it. He wish he brought his coat when she told me should have brought his coat because it was like sixty degrees. Um. But otherwise, it was a good time. And yeah, everything you know, else is great. My wife's looking or at a bunch of outside I have no idea.
0: Your your father the <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew he was good. hey, I, I knew he went. I knew he had fun. I have no idea who he went to see because that's not what matters.
3: You had full so, faith in the education system to yeah. keep him safe. <laughs> yeah.
2: My wife was gonna chaperone, but they didn't they had enough volunteers where she they she didn't end up going. So um otherwise gotcha. she would have gone with him and stuff like that. So
0: but it was a good time. Great. That's sweet, man. Yeah. That's sweet. Uh Shan started her job this week. So Woo. Um So far so good. She good. she goes in twice a week. She went on Monday and she went today. Um, you know, just learning, vibing. I think she's enjoying it. I can ask her right now, are you enjoying it? She yeah, like it was like kind of a, a long pause and then a yeah, so
3: For those who I, couldn't hear, I heard it clearly. She said I fucking hate it. <laughs> exact words. <laughs> Verbatim.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: She's she uh she's like, I can't believe this week is almost over. I already miss being just let my brain do its own thing for the past six months.
2: Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Losing the freedom, the worst thing yeah. in the world.
0: <laughs> she said I love being a bum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who does the same?
0: Yeah. So yeah, just going through that. So I'm happy for her. And then we're getting, um, yeah, man, we're just plugging along. Finn is. We're gonna transfer him into his new bed. Uh, Shen's been working on that. She painted the bed that she got from uh, Slide by
1: mm-hmm.
0: for a whopping, I think it was sixteen bucks. It nice. Was Twenty bucks. Yeah. And it was black and white, and she's like, "Fuck the black, I'm gonna sand it, paint it, prime it, this uh, gray blue. It's it's pretty cool, pretty cool. Once done, cool. I'll put it up on our uh, Discord. But uh, she's got priming left out of everything. She did a lot of work, <laughs> but she's almost there, Thank almost you. there. And then uh, Finn's not sick. We had a little scare over the weekend though, <laughs> from. Uh, Emma's sister having COVID and then being in the car mm. with her to drive her to their mom's and then not letting me know until Saturday that Kira had COVID so then we had to keep Emma away from everybody and then have a mask on while she was here for the rest of the weekend and nice. then we had a then we had a little scared that we thought she had chickenpox nice
2: <laughs> honestly she probably has the vaccine would be my assumption so it probably wouldn't have been that bad
0: uh, yeah, no, no, it, it ended up just being a rash, but it was pretty cool. hardcore, like, Shan's, like, I, I, it looks like it, and I'm going through pictures and stuff, and I'm like, it does look like it, uh, yeah. but her, her sister got the chicken pox, uh, I guess, months ago, um, and she was vaccinated too, but I didn't know, like, being vaccinated, you would still catch it. You because can still catch like- it, it'll just
2: be a mild version of it, so, like, not really that bad. But I'll just remind you, like my kid had scarlet fever at one point, where he had a nasty ass rash too from it. So it could have been something like that.
0: Yeah, um, she just had an allergic reac- reaction of a of a shirt she was wearing on Saturday. We were outside all day and stuff like that, and then got wet, and, and she has very sensitive skin. Yep. But. Yeah, but yeah, so we were kind of like just a little worried about that. And then Shannon started her job on Monday. She's like, I have no time for fucking COVID. I was like, I know, babe, right. we have no time. And then and then I were worried about possibly chicken pox and then Finn and we're like, We don't have time for this. And then <laughs> somehow magically uh, we got we were able to get away from it. We're good. We're somehow good. So uh prayers go out to Arceus looking GGs. out for us. Yeah. It's the Pokemon God, Shannon.
1: One of them. Generally, I mean, G- it G- is the one. Yeah.
0: Jigglypuff is not a god. Jigglypuff is not a god.
2: <laughs> no. No. <Jeez>. G- <laughs> Jigglypuff, damn it. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And then, um, and outside that is just slowly prepping stuff for, um, the Milwaukee stuff. Got Aaron some gifts because yeah. he... You know, got a playmat holder for the Pokedad's playmat. Got got some sleeves, even though the sleeves that he has now are going to be trashed by the time of the tournament. But now he can go through different greens before he chooses the green he needs to <laughs> the represent. The official green. grass tag. Yeah. So, I do have
2: those really nice Venusaur sleeves as well.
0: Yeah, you can't play them, though. Anyway. Right, I
2: forgot about that. Stupid rules. Cool, you can
0: play test. it. You yeah. can't play test. That's yeah. right. Um, but they're they're only good after like like a game or so anyways, because if you remember when we were playing with Mew, even Mew with the nice ones, they still mark and ripped and you're like, this is dumb. Throw them in the garbage. Well, Mew's so, different
3: because you need to shuffle that deck 16 times in the
0: turn. That's fair. So, take
3: yeah. that with a grain of salt. I blasted <laughs> through Dragon Shields with my Mew deck. I'm on okay. my second set with a proxy deck already.
0: <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun and then getting stuff for For cards and stuff, so I've been literally texting. The sad part about our friendship is once we stop playing Doken, I don't hear from him every day like I used to because he would just text me stupid stuff. Here's shit's going on, and now now uh, even though we have Pokemon, he doesn't text me anything about Pokemon. So it's just it's just. I send you
2: Pokemon stuff on a rare occasion when I see it on Reddit. (laughs) I'm
0: like, this is funny, isn't (laughs) it? Why don't, it's a rare game. I have to text you now and be like, well, are you alive? What you're like, saying is
2: Noice. that the Pokemon subreddit needs to step up their game.
0: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'd be, t- I'd be texting him like, do you want this? Do you want this? Okay. Okay, cool. And now you're pimped out. Aaron's ready. He's, he's got his grass deck box that he got a year ago. Oh, yeah. Now he's got this green, green, um, play mat holder that he could, he's going to rock. And green sleeves. He's got this, everybody. In
2: case you guys are wondering, green is the best color.
0: <laughs> Grass is best. Pokedex. Grass is best. But yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's a good life is good. Pokemon's fun. We'll have, we'll get into that. Say that Pokemon. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, I'm going to probably botch it as much as possible. So I'm
5: so I'm, nervous. I'm ready for it.
0: I've read it. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Conkelder, nailed it. Oh. No,
2: it's, you nailed it. It's bro. obviously Conkelder. <laughs> no, it's Conkelder. It's, yeah, I was uh, very
3: surprised. Hey, I have reason to believe you cheated. This is rigged. I mean, I really
0: feel <laughs> like he.
2: I really feel like Rick probably read it as like, Conkelder, and I was like, no, no, what is it? What is it actually?
0: Yeah. I'm. I was trying so looking at it i was like all right or is it like conk elder like conk conk elder
3: you, you, you just said it the same way at the same time it's
0: great. <laughs> um yeah gen five honestly had no idea who this pokemon was i had when you when you messaged in the in the discord and you're like yuck i was like oh yeah he's he, he's uh i didn't even know he was a stage two it's like, holy cow, fighting Pokemon stage two. You're never going to see this guy. That's The um... replacement Machamp. What? What is he replacing?
3: Well, no, because Gen 5 is basically like a a reskin of Gen 1. So, like, if you go through all the Pokemon, there's, like, like, Roggenrola replaces the Geodude line, if you will.
2: Do, oh, you, like do you not recall that Machamp and, like, and Machamps um, and Machokes and stuff, all in—they're always in construction sites and stuff like that. Look at them, construction. Yeah, just a replacement Machamp. No, it oh, was—it so was—it was, it was, it
3: was a nonchalant thing. It's not legitimately like yeah. we're going to delete Gen One and this is where you start over. It was just like a, let's use this format and then plug in your Pokemon into mm-hmm. these specific slots.
0: So they—they uh, they added. So Gen Five had 150 Pokemon.
3: That's a really good question. I think legendaries aside, okay, it, it's the core is about 150.
0: Okay,
3: I think there's more yeah. legendaries.
0: Well, I, yeah, because what we only had the birds and Mewtwo and Mew and mm-hmm. the first gen, sure. It was Garrodels considered? I know Arcanine or, originally, I, I just know Arcanine at one point was considered it, and now it's now I believe it's not.
3: No, they can't even have the decency to give it a. Roblox.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, Conkildare is based off of a buff clown-like construction worker wielding two pillars of concrete. It has a goatee, which appears to be made from concrete. That's pretty, uh, that's got, that's pretty strong, right?
2: I mean, concrete's pretty brittle, realistically, especially in like that small shape and size. So I would disagree.
0: It is believed that he can learn how to make concrete long ago in order to construct stronger uh, structures and taught the skill to humans about 2,000 years ago.
2: You're welcome, so, humanity.
0: Yeah, so we got buildings because of this Pokemon. That's pretty pretty the, intense.
5: The elder
3: in the name refers to that.
0: No, that's, that's really nice. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, yeah. Drew. He has five cards since debuting in Generation 5, and we actually just got... One out of the five in battle styles. And Aaron, what does that bad boy do?
2: That bad boy is 160 HP, stage two fighting Pokemon. Sorry, brown grass Pokemon. Has two attacks. First attack is Hammer Pressure for one fighting, two colorless, deals 90 damage. And if the defending, po- uh, defending Pokemon is an evolution Pokemon, it can attack during your opponent's next turn. And then it has the attack of Mega Punch for two fighting, two colorless, for 150 damage.
1: It is Psychic, it three retreat costs because it's not a dark Pokemon.
0: You're telling me this card never saw play? This thing's amazing. Look yeah. at all the stuff it does.
3: I think in the pre-release format, like, it was kind of good. But I think that was about it.
0: That's what it was made for? It's like yeah. pre-release?
3: Well, they didn't even give it to you like in the, pre- the pre-made the decks. It was just like, if, if you, you pulled can muster it, muster the Evo line, like, you're chilling. Right.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, sadly, I could not find any cards for PSA at all.
3: No, but I did find one through uh, G- GMA. Yeah, mm. that's a Gem Mint 10 from Battle Styles, and it goes for a whopping $20.
1: Fuck yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. I have a guy who's selling one on um, Mercury for 30 bucks because it's a miscut, and it's thick, supposedly. He's like, it's a thick, miscut card.
3: Very cool. Kind. <laughs> I like I like miscut cards as much as the rest of them, but I want it to be ugly. I want this thing to be sideways. Like, this <laughs>
1: needs
0: to be bad. Yeah. All, all that looks weird on the card is on the left side. Instead of round edges, they're just sharp edges.
2: Yeah. I mean, the card also looks damaged, too. Yeah. With the back of it, that other corner right by the fighting symbol. I would not pay for thirty dollars for this personal.
0: Now it's been up since twenty uh, uh, May of twenty twenty one, so it's yeah, been over a, year. a
2: little bit of time. I would definitely go for that grade ten one that Drew found. Twenty bucks. <laughs> if, if it, if I'm it's just saying. Favorite Pokemon. If it is your favorite Pokemon, it's going to be someone's favorite Pokemon. Some construction worker or something like that. This is his fucking guy. Go buy that for twenty bucks. Enjoy your your fancy grade ten. Yep.
3: And felt is your favorite Pokemon. You're lying.
2: <laughs> you can someone can like. That. I feel like I feel like his look. Someone likes how that Pokemon looks. I can see.
0: Fair. <laughs> I guess I feel that when people say Jinx is their favorite Pokemon or Mister Mime, well, I feel like Mister Mime has a s- small following for sure.
2: Nobody likes mimes.
3: You know who really likes Mister Mime. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Ash's mom. mom.
0: <laughs> I knew it was coming, but still. <laughs> oh, oh, I love you guys. Well, welcome to PokéDads. All hey, right. well, um, the news is kind of light this week. So one of the things I want to just bring up is I have the full release of every Pokémon product that's going on between now and the end of the summer. And, you know, if you guessed it, yeah, we're getting a lot of Pokémon GO stuff. And one of my favorite things that came out actually today on Twitter was uh, someone took a picture in the print factory of the tin art uh, of the little uh, pins. And it looks like we're getting the evolution lines of the Kento starters of Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander. So um, that's that's pretty exciting. There was also going back on, there was a Japanese news of a promo They had a new Pikachu an Ivysaur on the poster promo. So even before this we knew that we were getting a Bulbasaur evolution line for the first time and who knows when. It's been a hot minute for Venusaur. So
3: sure. but you know it's exciting. If so the the rumors of the radiance coming out in the set mm-hmm. as well of Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur, does that mean they're gonna be evolution radiance? Ooh. Or are we gonna get two venusaurs
0: two venusaurs
3: that'd be so sick
0: i'm yeah. all about that i'd be i'd be kind of mad like what out of all the radiance right now that's an american release it's only grand Ninja's the only evolution one right if i know so is that correct yeah. gardevoir because gardevoir is a stage two as well i'm not i'm, I'm saying in the states i'm just oh, well, I mean, i'm sorry it will be in the states yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just—I was really trying to get too ahead of myself, not going into dark origin, you know, because tactically we don't get that until August, and then we're getting this set. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Anywho, no, um, oh, I think that would suck if that involved because the whole point of the radiant is supposed to be this one card that you're only allowed to have one in the deck, and it's supposed to help you. No, idealist,
3: I I realistically, I wanted that to be incorrect because I get two Venusaurus, so.
0: Yeah, it's a win-win. I hope you get two Venusaur. I do. I too. want two Venusaur. I want, I want a shiny Venusaur for the first time in the TCG history, and then, um, though you won't hardly know that much of a difference because it's just a shade off green. All right, real he's, quick, he's some yellow accent. i was gonna say, let's before I get into the the summer product thing. If you were able to change Venusaur and Blastoise's shiny color, what would you change them to? And Aaron, it's just a slightly light blue for Blastoise and then a yellow green for Venusaur. Where Charizard is black.
3: Mm, I would just make them all black. Really? And then make their accents their like their typing distinction. So like okay. you just get a big black frog with green accents. Maybe throw some hot pink in there.
2: So still so like then the I'd, green leaves on
0: Venusaur.
3: Blastoise a big black
1: shell, and then you just got his blue arms.
0: That's kinda cool.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's a tough call. But Is I you
0: you're, you still enjoy the shiny? That's why I'm I,
1: I never really looked at the honestly,
2: I've never really looked at the Venusaur Shiny, so I don't mind it. So I could definitely
1: see going with a different I would actually like to see a different plant with it um Just make it different entirely. But besides
2: that, um, color-wise, I would say, I could see going, like, a a standard, like, black for all three is something interesting. Um, Otherwise, I would actually have gone maybe the other way and darkened up the Venusaur's body and go with a different color of its leaves. So, like, go, like, 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 an autumn type of setup with it and
1: change it up that way. I think that would be really cool. That would
0: actually be really dope. I need Pokémon fan art of that. There it is. <laughs>
1: what
0: Good about Blast? Know an
1: artist, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What about Blastoise, buddy?
2: Blastoise needs to be colored like a fire. <laughs> Bright red. I love it. So <laughs>
0: dumb. <laughs> <That stars up. laughs> uh, I would like. I would probably do like a cool gray for Blastoise, like um, like, tokar from uh. Or is it Rezar? No, Togai, right? a Razor? Oh, it's Tokar, right? Tokar was the turtle from Ninja Turtles, or was it
2: Razor? I don't remember, dude. It's been so long since I've seen that movie.
0: Tokar, Razor, go play, have fun.
2: Um, he was Razor, anyways.
0: One of those, I would, I would like, I would like that to be like gray. I think that would be pretty dope with a darker shell. That would be, that would be pretty sick. And for Venusaur, probably like instead of the yellow green, maybe like. I probably think orange, like a lighter orange would be kinda cool.
3: Make him like a rainforesty frog looking thing.
0: Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool.
2: Yeah, oh man, yeah, rainforest, like any any one of the cool rainforest markings on great.
0: Yeah. So it's like it's like I oh, hey Charizard, by the way, your Charmander and Charmeleon is just this brighter orange, and then he goes black. And then, then the other two are like, eh.
3: Yeah. Leslie uh, nice. still gets some purple accents and Sorry, Bulbasaur, you're just green,
0: <laughs> poor, poor guy. I mean, I like
3: green.
1: I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I do I too, know. but I
3: feel like shinies should be like, yeah, crazy. Like, yeah. like if it's gonna be so hard to like find and catch and breed, like make it worthwhile. One hundred.
0: I feel. I feel the same way. Where like they did Gengar dirty, and he's just like one shade lighter. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a that's Piplup Gengar? Also,
2: Piplup is like you can't even fucking tell that it's a shiny.
0: You have to see the three stars. You have to see in, the sparkles. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks to PokeGuardian. They uh, they made an article of all the dates between now and the end of the summer of all the Pokemon stuff we're getting. And it, this is a lot of fun. Uh, first off, coming off in June 17th is when we get the Divergent Powers Tens of um, the starters, because uh, for, from Hisuin or Arceus, because uh, we only get their full arts in the set. Oh no, we get no, no. That's dumb. We're getting the old art of the cards. That's what I meant to say. Because normally, if you go back to the EV lines of Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon, we didn't get the original arts because they were in the tins. But these, these are the um the where are they? So I forgot what promo or are they American exclusive? It might be American exclusive. But at this point, I'm just talking out of my butt. But anyways, these are these
3: are augmented arts. So you'll get the base art and you'll get the the full art. And I don't think the starters have alt arts, but these are just augmented arts, kind of like the last Sins we got, or right, Sylveon, Espion, Umbreon. How they're just different art.
0: Just 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 a, like a promo art kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um, and then on June 17th we'll get the the Shadow Rider and Ice Rider League battle decks. And then July 1st is when everything starts hitting the fan. We get the Trainer's Toolkit 3.0, all the Pokemon Go stuff from Elite Trainer Box, the Pokemon Center Elite, the Pokemon Go Mewtwo V battle deck with Melmetal V battle deck, um, which I'm curious what the Hollow is going to be in those. So um, usually it's kind of a a trainer or a supporter and as a hollow um we'll get the Pokemon go special collections with team instinct team mystic and team valor and then the Pokemon go collection alone and executor um, into it and and then the Pokemon go premium box with the radiant Eevee, which that e v is flipping crazy we talked about it where I have the attack that allows you to grab as many i uh, cards from your deck as many different types of Pokemon you have on the field. And then the uh, after two weeks on July 15th, we get the Pokemon Go Tins of Snorlax, um, Pikachu and what's Clefairy's not Clefairy, what's um, Chansey's Evolution again? Lissy? Lissy, that's it. And then um, July 22nd is the Back to School Pencil case and the um, eraser blister 2, and then August, the day after my birthday, is the Pokemon Go tins, the Pokemon Go pin collection, which I mentioned earlier. And then at the end of August, on the 26th, we're getting more um Pokeball tins. And it looks like the um, as of right now, it's just the Ultra Ball, Great Ball, and the Pokeball. And then on September. Um, 30th, we'll be getting the last Pokemon Go item of the Premier Deck Holder Collection. No image of this item yet, but I'm sure it's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to just be...
1: It's going to be something. I'm getting a little anxious.
0: You How guys long still
1: do you play Pokemon Go at all? No. no. Hmm. So I honestly I'm... haven't played Pokemon
3: yeah, Go I...
2: for years upon
3: Yeah, so our Go followers, viewers... Listeners, um, reach out to the text line and tell us if there's any, like, balls specifically to Pokemon Go that, like, don't exist in, like, the game <laughs> or the show or stuff like that. Because um, that would be really, really cool if uh, they kind of made the, the ball tin specific to Go,
0: you know? Oh, like, if there's something, yeah. But I can see the three... The Ultra, because, like, the most Pokeballs you use is the Great Ball, Ultra Ball, and the Pokeball. Mm. Um, that makes sense of why is is it three. Really? It, it is funny. I have the game still on on my phone,
5: mm-hmm. and
0: I only open it when I'm at Scott's. Yes. Because they
5: Scott make us. plays
0: it. Yeah, Scott plays it. Scott's wife plays it. My brother plays it. And then my brother's wife plays it. So they're always, like... the the phone is always on. Like we were over there a couple of weeks ago and it was during the, the community day for who was it? No, I know you don't know. Oh, it was for beware. It was the community day for beware. And I had to go catch Pokemon for Scott and Alicia while they were cooking <laughs> dinner. They're like, right. Grab these. There's only 10 minutes left of the community day. I was like, okay. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Charged them. I charged them? No, I'll because what they gave us They gave us free food, man. You know how I I like food.
1: Free food is good.
0: My food is pretty pretty good. Um outside of that, guys, I don't have any other other kind of news. No, there really is
3: isn't anything else that uh, that kind of came out.
0: Yeah. Um Outside of, we got New Jersey coming out for that. I'll be able to watch it through, uh, Pokemon's Twitch channel, which I'm pretty excited for. And, um, yeah.
1: That's think, fine. Sometimes it's a short news day, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. No, I'm I not don't oh, yeah. I,
0: yeah, that's, That's true. That's true. Um, You know what? Before we go on break, I totally forgot to do one thing before we close the episode. So I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it now and then we'll go on break. Um, If you're uh, listening on Spotify, please take the five seconds to hit that uh, follow and notification. Uh, Five star, five star uh, helps out a lot. Same thing with iTunes. And then if you want to help support the podcast, uh, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com. Slash PokéDads TCG, where we have different tiers ranging from two dollars to fifty dollars. Um, every little helps, and we do appreciate everyone that is currently there and making our Discord as fun as possible. Mm. So we appreciate all that. And um, if you're a new listener um, from, if you you heard us from the Hexer tournament last weekend, or from a friend, or you just found us by searching podcasts. Uh, thank you for taking the hour, an hour and a half of your day to check us out and listen to us. Uh, we appreciate you. And um, hit us up on that text line. Say hi. Tell us how long you've been doing it or um, you, why you found us. I've been getting quite a few of those this past week. And that stuff, you know, means a lot. It makes me know that not all of this is for nothing, uh, even though I get to hang out with my best friends every week. But also know that we're part of your life every week means a lot. And um, Aaron has the song of the week, and he was super excited because it was a almost a new song came out in twenty
1: twenty one. You that song? I'm, I'm put
2: on the spot. It's been so long since we talked about it. Uh, is uh, so we bad habit.
0: Bad habits <laughs> is a good one. <laughs> I had it. I know. Uh, we'll be back.
3: Pokedad's has partnered with Ink Gaming to bring you a fantastic deal. For 10% off your entire order at checkout, use code DADSPOD10. That's D-A-D-S-P-O-D-10 for 10% off all your custom playmats, custom mouse pads, custom dice bags, and a plethora of other gaming accessories. Again, use DADSPOD10 when checking out at inkgaming.com.
6: I keep chasing bad feelings. I keep breaking down. and never deal with it. Cause I don't wanna swim, I'm good with bad habits. <laughs> such a good break.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. Well, it was wonderful.
0: Time. What 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 was the song we were listening to? Song
2: was Silver it was by Silverstein it was called Bad Habits.
0: Bad Habits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good job. That's a, that's a newer song. For I know. That's I was like, "Ha,
2: it's new and it's not yeah, it's new and it's, you know, it's good.
1: Two things, two important."
0: But uh, yeah, Justin Thank you so much for joining us. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. Very good conversation at, at some point. That's oh, I mean, great. <laughs> no, we're doing great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> good, good. Well, thanks for taking the time, uh hanging out with Justin, and uh giving us your point of view of how to prep for a regional event, since, you know, that stuff is going on and you know you have a team you want to talk about your old team you want to talk about the new team real quick do you want to keep that under wraps what do you yeah do you- yeah
4: no we're um we're actually ready to do the full unveiling i'm kind of running the social media for that so i just got to get on my a game but uh you know so it's pretty much uh, our old team team two shot was our team that we used to uh practice and prep for regionals and stuff like that um we since one of the guys uh left he no longer plays pokemon he moved on to a couple different card games um but we kind of rebranded. Um, now we're going to be called Team Unknown, um, since we're kind of unknown players at this point. You know, it's kind of just that fun play on words. But um, uh, we got a couple of new guys that got into Pokemon through the COVID era, and uh, we've been kind of prepping them for, you know, post-rotation. Uh, we all collectively decided that we're going to take a break from regionals currently until rotation hits uh, the new season and go from there. So, Uh, gives everyone on the team kind of money or time to save up money and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, Team Unknown, uh, we've got Instagram if you guys want to check it out. Um, I kind of clean swiped the old Instagram and uh, starting over fresh. So soon there should be some posts with uh, introductions of members and going to keep it fun, do some deck lists, prep stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's that's the team.
0: I, I love it. Am I still doing some art for that project or what?
4: Yes, uh, I've got to get with you about that more. Uh, we've <laughs> been sweet. we've been trying to figure out a jersey supplier thing right now, and then once we figure that out, we'll uh, we'll work on graphics and stuff.
0: Sweet, I, I just yeah. plug my plug myself in there. It's a good time.
4: Yeah, look up look up uh, Rick's stuff. He did some work for me. He did my uh, my Pokebrews logo.
0: Yeah, I try I try to do it. I Do all the Pokey Dad stuff. I do uh, a lot of free. A lot of comic book stuff, too. Um, if you're bored and want to s- check my, like, my personal account on Instagram, it's just Dad Rick. Look for the guy with the silly beard. You can't miss it.
4: It's not silly. I was really, no.
2: I was really waiting for some, like, strange, like, off-the-wall name. Like, it has nothing to do with Dads whatsoever. Check me out at Yu-Gi-Oh! Fan 24. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, before PokéDads it was definitely my old screen name of Once a Prep. That's what it was. Ah,
2: yes, the good and old days.
0: Yeah, then I changed it. Um, before that, it was Kiddo with a bunch of numbers, and then playing Gears. Um, one of my favorite things was um, you. Everyone was like, "I just died by someone with a lot of numbers," because it was like Kiddo four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Because blah, 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 Kiddo was such a generic name. <laughs> like,
2: just slightly.
0: But anyways, so getting off topic, we'll we'll reel everyone back in. So next set of regionals is uh, New Jersey coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. and I guess the best way to discuss Justin is how how do you prep, like, especially if it's back to back week weekends? Um, is that rare to have back to back weekends in the in the United States? Yeah,
4: it's uh, they definitely crunched a lot in with uh, this year, and all you know, obviously the COVID stuff that happened and uh, are still going on. But, um, yeah, normally they're a little more spaced out. Every once in a while you'd kind of get one or two back-to-back, but it'd be usually like uh, an American or uh, North American one, and then you'd have somewhere like a European one and stuff like that, something where you're not going to get a lot of kind of crossover players, um, maybe the one or two that are like super serious or points chasing. But, um, yeah, before it was rare to kind of have a back-to-back weekend or especially multiple back-to-back weekends.
0: Yeah, I yeah. won't lie, I like it. It keeps me busy over the it's weekend. It's so crazy.
4: The bed is developing so fast because of it, too.
0: Yeah. Well, then it gives me an excuse to text Drew all the time. I'm like, <laughs> hey, buddy.
2: What are you he's doing?
0: Like, he's like, I'm trying to live life, Rick. I'm like, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> this is life, Drew.
0: <laughs> okay, Drew was sick. He was dying over the weekend. He's like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess it, it makes sense because then we have New Jersey and then. I believe it's Vancouver before Milwaukee.
4: I think, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, so I guess now, if say we're like us, of course we're not doing New Jersey, we're doing Milwaukee. Right. Um, that gives us a little less than a month to prep. Say say that, and but then if we were going to do Ohio that following weekend, I just feel like that's that's just a lot to enjoy, a lot to consume, because you're going to know the meta for that weekend in Milwaukee is going to be different than the meta that's going to be for the internationals in Ohio the following weekend. And Milwaukee is the first one in the States with Astral Radiance as being legal. So it's just like, I guess my question to you to start things off, let's say, how would you prep yourself to get ready for milwaukee and then we'll discuss that and then be like what would you do if you only had not even seven days to prep for the internationals in ohio
4: so like in like for current situation like just back to back yeah if if i were to go to these events
0: yes yeah 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 like what would your you and your team would do in that situation
4: man so i will say it's kind of hard because it's so back to back but i mean the first thing i guess we would do is kind of um you know i hate to say or don't not hate to say it, but like look at what a lot of the content creators are doing um like you know keep an eye on their fresh videos cuz you know those are the guys that are also going to pop up at a lot of these regionals um you know especially people like Andrew Mahone Azul Gigi, kind of get a feel for what they're testing what they're doing um i know for our current situation like here in Florida or not current situation but my situation our team situation in Florida um we have a lot of pro players here in Florida Um, so for us, we actually, a lot of our testing would be going and kind of to the, um, the bigger events back when they were doing league cups and challenges and getting with a lot of the guys that are like going to these regionals and, you know, talking with them, like, Hey, you know, what's, so we'd get a chat going with these guys. Like, what are you guys playing? What are you guys thinking? What are you guys feeling? You know, you get your feelers out. You kind of want to test the field outside of your testing group. And then once you get some feelers, go back with your testing group and you kind of want to spitball ideas like, okay, so what was big at this last regional, what was big at this cup, what was big at this challenge, um, what were techs that we're seeing, what were techs that we should have saw but we didn't, um, and kind of start metagaming from there. We'd start testing um all kinds of different decks. I know um a good example is like we just did this one K event this last week. Um and at that time, you know, everyone was playing, you know, no one was expecting like for me I played Arcistral because everyone was playing tons of special energy based decks no one was expecting it, kept going, reaching out to, like, all these people and seeing, like, hey, you went to this tournament in Orlando, what was the field like, what did you play against, what are you seeing, you know, um, just hitting up kind of my resources, and then from there, you know, we start testing some of those decks, like, oh, you saw a ton of Suicuns, let's play against Suicune, oh, hey, you saw a bunch of Mew this week, let's play a bunch of Mew, you know, and then even from there, we would kind of start taking, like, well, what are these texts that people are saying are outlandish? And let's just go ahead and throw them in there because you're going to start seeing those texts come in to prep for what wasn't there at the previous event. So it's kind of like a weird, it's, um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard people say it's like you're, you're metagaming the counter for the counter and stuff like that. I think you guys heard <laughs> that. <You> that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
5: it, it's
4: Honestly, it really is it's true when it comes down to that. Like, so so for me, I know whenever um, the last regional we did before COVID shut down, Um, we kind of looked at the last results from the regionals. Um, and we know like the top pro pro players, like they're already pre pre preemptively like, oh yeah, we're like three sets of, you know, three decks ahead of this and stuff like that. But we looked at it and go, okay, so this deck won. So everyone's going to test this deck to beat those decks because they're going to expect the general population to like bring that. And then we start testing literally the counter of the counter and it ended up doing really well for us um which at that time was ability zard um and it just, just a beat stick of a deck for those that don't know uh, what ability zard did and yeah it was like people weren't expecting that everyone was expecting baby blounds which was kind of a bad matchup for us but as long as you knew to take out like the pidgeys and stuff early it worked out great so um yeah i mean it's it's really weird to think of it on the fly but it is really one of those like Okay, like let's reach out to everyone we know that's playing like on a higher level okay. and start testing with them. Let's start seeing what they're playing against. Because people kinda give off hints and stuff like that, right? They're like, Oh yeah, I played a bunch of Mew, but it wasn't that big of a deal. It's like, okay, they're obviously testing something that's, you know, gonna beat Mew and stuff like that. So um and the pros do all this kind of stuff too as well. They they won't say like they've got all their secret Discord groups and stuff for a reason now because it's like before they would just you know have their little video chats or have buddies over and stuff like that. Well, that buddy would go to, you know, oh yeah, it was my my buddy's group hanging out. and They were playing this. Well, well that's a leak right there and stuff like that. So now it's a lot more locked up. Uh, it seems, but it's um, I don't know. It's it's really fun to try to metagame the metagame if that makes sense.
0: The one uh, of my, my favorite thing though was going over before. Um... Where was the last one at? Oh, Indiana. Yeah. Duh. Um, everyone's telling everyone not to play Drelladon. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't don't do it. It's sauce. Don't play yeah. it. It's stupid. <laughs> because people I just had like, that
4: conversation with someone. They were like, "Don't you love Drelladon? I was like, "Oh yeah, but I'm not playing that right now. Like that <laughs> that deck's dead. Like that was a total meta call whenever I took it like a couple weeks ago and stuff like that, or a month ago now."
0: Yeah. Even you, you're like, here's my deck list for Drelladon if I was going to Indy.
4: <laughs> yeah, yep, I did post that. Which then of course like I, I made that deck list and then I literally instantly went back after I
0: posted it and I'm like I
4: was like, Oh wow, I don't need the Zam tech because I'm literally playing the steel Drowdon. on. I'm
5: stupid. Like <laughs>
0: Hey man, we're you're human. We always make the little yeah. mistakes. I was joking with Aaron this morning and while I showed him uh I took a pic of all your oaks. I was like Yeah I was like, Do you want to set of oaks? And he's like, I don't know, grass sex will really Like, do I, am (laughs) am I playing in Professor Research? Is there a purpose to this making you spend money on me? I'm just looking out (laughs) for him. And I showed him one deck and I was like, well, this one has two, you know, because we're prepping for, you know, whatever Astral's coming up with. And then we were looking at Andrew Mahomes' list um, for uh, Lillian. Is that right? That's how you pronounce it? Lillian. Lillian. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, you're right. This one doesn't play it." And then I looked at the deck. Five minutes later, and I was like, "Wait, no. There's two researches in this deck. <laughs> I was like, "No, we're good, man. Plus, plus they're good, and they're not rotating since it's a research card. So you know, it's in good hands, and you'll be exactly,
1: fine. exactly, <laughs> yeah." yeah. I was going to say I, no. I was just you know looking out. Okay, fun. All right. Quick question: uh, Is it in terms of like guessing the meta field? Would you
3: say that your team and the way that they go about changing the way that the decks look, the 60 card count, if you will, from one to another, is it important to be proactive and try to almost simulate what's going to happen at the next event in terms of what everybody is taking in to counter the deck that won previously? Or is it more of a reactive thing where you're like, okay, this one what is the immediate counter to that and how does the trifecta pan out? Because at the end of the day, it'll end up being, you know, maybe something Urshifu, maybe something Arceus, maybe something Mew, And then all three of those will just kind of rotate for the rest of this until Astral comes out.
4: Yeah. So, um, so in current meta, yeah, it's kind of, it is like that a little bit. It's kind of like the trifecta, right? Um, it's, it's better in a sense because there's, different variants of Arceus and stuff like that, so it is a little harder to tech for it. I mean, you do have your big three. Um, In the past, it was a little bit more diverse for us, so now it's kind of a new um, metagaming on trying to, you know, prepare for that, because you can try to prepare for everything, but you're going to have one of those, like, just, I don't want to say auto losses, but, like, definitely 70-30 matchups where, you know, you can prep, 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 but, like, if you see this one deck, you just go, oh, this is the one deck in the field, because... You only have sixty cards at the end of the day. You can only fit so much in your deck. So you do want to be kind of cautious, like while you're prepping for like the counter of the counter, also don't forget what is gonna counter you as well too. So try to have something to cover yourself a little bit if you do hit that one matchup. But it's you know, um you're always gonna be caught off guard by something. Like uh, you know, I'm going back to the past for examples, but the last regional we went to in Daytona, um my my one uh, or team captain at the time, the guy that's no longer on the team, um, he played the one guy who was playing. Uh, funny enough, it was a drill deck at the time, too, but it was like, uh, <laughs> um, it was literally, I forget what it did. It was, uh, it was like Dual Sting or something like that, where it was, uh, it knocked itself out and the opposing active Pokemon. As long as it had a special energy on it or a damage counter or something like that. I believe so it was a special
0: energy, yeah.
4: Yeah, it was something like that, and so you know, here we are playing Ability Zard, which is a three prize deck, and you know, how do you prep for that? You just you really can't because they go, "Cool, I'm just gonna knock out whatever you feed me, and still take prizes," or "I'm gonna boss up that you know the the Charizard Reshiram on the bench and take three prizes," and just like, how do you prep for something like that? So you're gonna see some weird stuff that you can't prep for, but yeah, you do you do want to prep for the counter the counter, but also like try to not overthink it too much like you want to have a good match spread up like spread if that makes sense so i would rather have consistency in a deck than fully count, like only have a 100 percent win rate against this one deck because chances are someone uh, everyone else is going to try to counter a counter or counter a counter a counter you know so it's like consistency is still key just kind of try to throw in those techs that might give you a better advantage
1: Okay, so yeah. I I have
2: a question. Um, in terms of like what we're seeing coming up here, like Milwaukee, where it's going to be a completely new set in the first tournament. Um, I know you already talked about you know looking up some of the pros and what their ideas and thoughts are. But is there any good reason to potentially even like look at like what the Japanese uh you know decks are doing at that time? I know obviously sometimes the cards aren't exactly the same, but to give an idea of the potential meta we may see to prepare for that.
4: Yeah, that's actually a really good way to start. Um, I, you know, I don't really have the, I personally don't have the sources, but the guys on our teams are always, like, sending, like, screenshots, like, hey, this deck just did really well in, like, Japan, stuff like that. I mean, I say I don't have the resources. I just don't have the, like, you know, the the links to see their results and stuff like that yeah. personally. But, um, yeah, I think it's a good good call, at least for a start, because their sets always come out first, and you can kind of see what's doing well. And that's what a lot of the pros and stuff do as well, too um and sometimes by doing that um, you can actually kind to, kind of prep for those decks as well cuz a lot of times you are going to see similar decks to those in your field because obviously people see results from that and you go from there exactly. um and you know and I do have to admit too like i'm personally i'm not the best uh deck builder in so, like itself um i was always the guy on the team that like one of our guys would build a deck I would play, and I go, okay, yeah, I see this sixty, but this card did me no good. Let's, what have we replaced it with this? So, like my my skill in the team was more or less like, like, hey, I see this consistent deck you brought, and but this, you know, we're say for instance research. Hey, you got four research in here, but throughout the game, I'm only playing two. What have we switch one of those to like an ordinary rod or something like that, you know? And I was always the guy that kind of, or I am the guy that kind of throws those one or two tech cards in uh in a deck and stuff like that but as far as like building the deck from the ground up mm-hmm. i've I, like i said i'll admit i am not the best deck builder on the planet like i, I theorize stuff all the time and i go to play it and it's just a pile <laughs> if i'm being honest and then but like give me a deck someone's built that's like a really good deck builder i'm like oh cool man i'll play the super consistent and then change out two or three cards and make it completely my own and it's like you know i just play it like it it was my own at the end of the day and, okay.
0: all that. and- a lot of people are like that too though so it's not like i feel i feel like my favorite part is building but i'm not like super super good at it but it, i'm you know it just it's confidence too you go up on twitter and you post it because like oh i, I broke it here's a here's a cracked out version of this Charmander <laughs> deck have a good time everybody
5: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> or um i saw one on on twitter it was pretty funny with a mew deck and he's like, I broke it, Mew is now unbeatable. And then he put eight um eight capsules in there, fusion capsules. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny. It was like four <laughs> norm, four four normal arts and then four golds, and they were separated from each other. So it took a while for people to even notice. They're that's like, We don't r- see what's wrong.
2: Really funny. <laughs> that that's a good you one. Know, wasn't
4: there like a couple like a month or two ago where it was like uh when Mew was like uh, fully dominate online someone's like oh i made a better version of Mew. It was like all i did was added a second escape rope or something like that <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> my my favorite thing is texting drew i'd be like bro look at this and he's like oh it's broken because i switched one card he's always like it's broken <laughs> <laughs> that's my um, favorite <laughs> yeah, it is i just broke it i broke it guys i put one Marty in the mew that's all i needed. Game to game over man out. yeah i
3: I put a switch cups in there. It's now unbeatable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so as it comes down to practicing, Justin, say like Aaron and I and we have a couple other friends just, you know, not as serious, but they're gonna play some decks that we've built to just get familiar with the the Palkias and then the algas and you know, all the newer stuff that we we have to learn and get comfortable with. Yeah. What what is the best way to approach when it comes to that like should we make sure we're playing all the decks too? Like, I'd be like, okay, Aaron, you're going to play this deck, and then I'm going to switch off between, I'm going to play Mew, then I'm going to play Dialga, and then I'm going to play Palkia, and then I'm going to play Arceus with something. And then, so I'm familiar playing it, but also I need to get reps in playing against it too, right? Like, so what's the best way to approach that?
1: So,
4: yeah, our team, um, the way we've done it in the past, um, we kind of, we would have all the decks built um and we would kind of take turns so it's like um one time it would be or for like a couple rounds it would be me playing the deck that i want to test and my opponents say Derek, who's our current team captain he would sit on the other side and he would have like five or six decks and we would just like just him and i we'd put timer on our phone and we go okay let's go and i would play my deck we'd play you know depending if it was uh, a lot of times we do just kind of tour. We wouldn't really do tour, uh, best two or three. We'd kind of just play until we felt comfortable. Okay, cool, switch next deck. And I would keep the deck and he would switch over to the next one. Um, you know, a lot of times it'd be, or if it's a deck I'm already comfortable with, I'd go, hey, this is my bad matchup or what I feel like is going to be my bad matchup. Can you play that deck for me like a couple times? And we'd play it through over and over again and stuff like that. Um, but then we'd also switch off too because, um, one, if you're playing the the deck that you want to know against other decks, you're going to get more consistent with it. But if you're also playing the decks um, against someone else or of the decks that you're used to seeing, you're kind of learning the text or the outs and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I definitely recommend you playing decks you think you'll face um, or come match up against uh, because it's going to teach you things that like, you know, <laughs> if you've never played against uh, sweet conlude cola before and stuff, you might not know all their texts or things like that, or the sequencing and things. So you might go, Oh man, I've got this in the bag, and all of a sudden someone can pop something out of nowhere that you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Well, if you played that deck before, you might see that line of play. So when you're sitting across from it, you go, okay, these are now I instead of one line of play, I have three lines of play. Which one's going to make the most sense? Because say I take out that low tad, well, you know he's got another one on the bench. Should I Avery first? You know, it's just it's all kind of situational. But yeah, I definitely recommend. Um, sitting down, and I don't know how much time you guys fully have. Um, because that's also big. Like, before we had a lot more time, now obviously, with having a kid, it's a little bit harder. Um, but I mean, I'm gonna, do, a, we I'm gonna do my
0: best. I'm gonna have this, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be like, Aaron, I'm at your house. He's gonna be like, What? I'm like, I'm here. No, I have, I have like a bag of stuff for him, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> we I got-
4: actually. It was, um, I mean, we got to a point pre-COVID where we got pretty serious where it's like, hey, don't don't bring your trade binders, don't bring, like, fun decks, don't bring, it's like, literally only bring competitive stuff and sit down and get ready to play, like, because it, it was, you know, you're with a group of friends, so you want to, like, hang out, talk and trade, and it's like, no, we need to get this practice in and stuff, so we would literally, like, yeah, don't bring your trade binders, don't bring <laughs> this, it's like, we're literally just going to sit down and put a timer on, you know, and, and just play, and That's so...
0: That can't happen in my friend group. It won't happen. But <laughs> there will be laughs and beer, so we'll be okay with with that part. But oh um, yeah, we
4: definitely fit those in, like you know, either afterwards <laughs> or like the next night, where we're like, okay, we need a, like a mental break and stuff like that. But so but yeah, it's. Uh,
2: I, I wanted to. Like, go, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to. Um, I wanted to go towards a kind of a point of. um in a lot of these situations, it's you know, being able to play with friends and do these things, and sometimes that in, the, in cases like us, where you don't have the time or one of the friends doesn't have time, I think, at least we can see you right as a opinion. I think the next best thing you can do if you can't play against these decks is to potentially watch some of the pros that we were kind of mentioning before play these decks and see, one, you can get an idea of how the deck's played, and you can kind of see how they counter other decks, including the deck you might be playing, to kind of know how to deal with it, and that might be your only other way to handle that type of situation for those who can't, get a group together or get some time with a friend to actually, you know, play back and forth just to test. Right.
4: Yeah. That's, that's a really good thing to do. We've actually, we've done that as well too. We will, Like I said, we we will watch videos and stuff of what these content creators are doing. And it is really good too. And we do it in our testing group as well um, to have someone like outside of the match that's standing back and watching um, and taking mental notes because they can explain different plays, just like those content creators can when they're playing, like, I mean, there's all the time where I'm watching a video and I'm like, why did they do that? And then they'll go back and go, okay, I did this because of this, this, and this. And it's like, Oh, you know, that's a line of play I wouldn't have seen. You know, if you didn't explain it to me um, or the, you know, the content creator didn't explain it, but, but yeah, that is a good way. If you don't have someone, you know, able to do that regularly with you is, you know, at least you're getting some kind of more experienced players um, advice in a sense, even though it's like, you know it's a recorded video at that point, but it still yeah. shows you kind of lines of plays and stuff like
0: that. yeah, we're also lucky that we still have PTCGO too, so um, start next Friday when the set comes out, people are going to start building decks um, and well, as early as Thursday, so um, you always you always have that in your back pocket too
5: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um, uh, drew, you got you got any other questions that are on the top of your head?
3: Um, have you been in a Worlds format before? Like, gone to actually, like,
4: Worlds? Itself, no, not or? like gone
3: to Worlds, but, like, played in a competitive uh, setting with a Worlds format where it's, like, the transition in between what's here, what's new, and then what might leave potentially after. Like, going through a rotation and stuff like that? It's kind of like a in-between rotation format, if you will.
4: Um, uh, so... Yeah, so like how with Milwaukee that'll be with Astral Radiance and stuff like that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, so yes, um, I'm drawing a blank on the exact uh set transitions and stuff at the time. Um but yeah, we've gone through it and it it definitely makes it a lot harder because there are a lot more decks that um pop up and things that you know, obviously you're gonna see your content creators that kinda Hype up a certain deck that or you know, you're only gonna see like the five or six decks that come from the set on there, and then all of a sudden regional happens and a deck you've never heard of or seen or a card that um you didn't expect to be broken and is just broken, uh comes out. Those are definitely a little bit harder to judge. Um, those are the ones where in my experience, we've always I've always just taken kind of a more consistent list. Um, because consistency still will sometimes beat those like crazy techs and stuff like that um or new new decks but yeah it's it's definitely a lot harder to gauge like I said I'm not the best deck builder so a new set comes out and I'm kind of like cool I got to see what like you know what's doing well and stuff before I can even judge what I'm going to build and stuff like that so um to answer your question I personally like have been in it but I don't I don't want to say I've thrived in like right into a transitional period I'm one of those it takes me a little bit of time to Um, start finding like kind of the pet deck and stuff like that that i'm enjoying to play before i like dive full into it and commit to it because i do i do a lot of
3: proxying that's kind of like my favorite Mm -hmm. thing to do in the game as is like i like to see future sets future cards how i can apply them in certain scenarios and partner them with things that we currently have in our format um i've seen a lot of decks in japan and stuff that have Uh, A lot of one-ofs, and we've kind of gotten back into that idea of running a lower supporter count, but you have Palpad to reutilize those supporters in multi-scenarios. Do you think that not Milwaukee, but NAIC, it might be a little bit of shell shock because we have Astral Radiance. It'll be legal for Milwaukee. We'll see what's good. We'll see, you know, like the cream rise to the top and stuff like that. And then we'll hit that little counter to the counter to the counter. (laughs) And then in an international event, you'll see a lot of these other decks that have been refined in a little different format, but brought over and have either the same level of success, or do you think they'll fall off completely because of the way the two formats, if you will, international and base, I'm going to call it North American because we do play a different style of game over. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not as comfortable with the one ofs, you know. Peonia is not in every deck over here, and it very much so is a very prevalent supporter over there. So do you think it's important to stay the course or do you steer into their game? That way you're not, you know, driving in a separate lane than them, because obviously their stuff's been successful, but they're playing against that same style of deck building over there.
4: Yeah, so I I will definitely say, um, you know, I've never been to an international championship, but just from, you know, watching streams in the past and things like that, that's a completely different monster than an actual just like a North American regional because you're right. I mean, the metagaming for the European field versus the American field is, or North American field is 100% different. I mean, like you said, there's tons of one-offs in the European stuff and things like that. So, um, yeah, to, I, I think that you will see a lot more crazy stuff at North America um, or NAIC versus the Milwaukee, just for the pure sake of you are going to get those one-offs and things like that. Um, Cause it's NAIC is first and then Milwaukee, correct? Or is it vice versa? No, it's, the other it's way
0: Milwaukee around? first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: So, so I think you'll see the consistent uh, extra supporter counts and things like that. Kind of the, the general North American build, um, those will be pretty prominent in uh, Milwaukee then. And I think you're going to see the European players and stuff like that kind of metagame with those one-offs and texts like that. Um, it is hard to say too, because there are some archetypes that like just stay just as strong, if not get better with one, you know, say one card that comes out in a new set and stuff like that. Um, but I, it, it really is hard to tell it's anyone's game. I mean, um, my testing group is no like, you know, B-Boys testing group with Isaiah Bradner and stuff like that. Like those guys are on a whole nother level. So it's there. Those are the guys that are going to like bring the the sauce that like no one's seen before and like little techs. Um, But like someone like my group and stuff like that, we, we would probably look at the, like I said, the previous regional and go, Hey, let's, you know, metagame for this. So it's, it, it is harder to say that um, like, I, yeah, I think you're going to see the crazy stuff come out of NAIC and just kind of like the the general things you're going to see for the first set of Astral Radiance drop. Like, you're going to see the Dark Rise, you're going to see the Liligants, you're going to see um, probably the Charizards and stuff to counter. You know, that goes back in that counter. Dark Rise is super powerful, but you're going to see Lilligant to, you know, counter that. Well, then what's going to counter Lilligant? The fire. Well, then all of a sudden, you know... Arceus uh, Inteleon, because it's water based, is going to do probably pretty well, or Suicune Ludicolo, or something like that. Well, the, you know, it's just, it's one of those kind of that never ending loop. So I think for uh, not to drag that out too long, I do think um, Milwaukee, you're going to see kind of like your consistent decks, and then the crazy one off Urshifu with some random tech we've never seen with 14 different random random one off supporters and stuff like that's going to show up because it's going to. Counter this, counter that, counter this. It's got this tech in it and you know, just random stuff like that.
0: The the no. thing I have the thing I have with that though is it's back to back weekend. So like the bigger the bigger players that you said, I, I know a big chunk of them are going to Milwaukee. So you're telling me they're they're gonna have this one big deck, but they're like, I'm not gonna play it this weekend, but we'll play it the following weekend. Is that the goal then?
3: I think that's one hundred percent what's gonna happen. So then a lot of players who want that day two at the bigger event to react to the deck that they played in Milwaukee. So you guys yeah, might yeah. have a really good chance because if they just bring something super fucky wucky that they want everyone to tech for <laughs> at the following event,
4: you guys just stay the course, play something consistent, and you'll wipe the board. That's right. Like, well, and that's the real that's funny. Exactly it, right? There's there's a, there's a bigger payout for NIC as far as points wise and stuff like that and opportunities. So yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think you're going to see the at milwaukee kind of the you know not i don't want to say it's not going to be like a bad deck or anything it's still going to be a good deck but like with that those players are either going to already have something built that's going to beat the own deck that they played because they expect people to copy and paste their exact deck from the week before and play it you know so they're going to have something to counter that that or they are going to like they're going to get in the you know a lot of these players I don't want to say they don't work, but a lot of them are are younger than us, honestly, and they, you know, they're in school and it's summer vacation it's or spring break or whatever, and they, you know, they have the time to go. Okay, cool, let's sit on Discord for a couple hours a day and and test this deck, that one, you know, and test against it and this and that. So, for us, it for someone like us, you know, it, it's going to be a little harder to go back to back weeks and say like, oh, cool, let's like let's go to both of them and like try to metagame for both. Whereas these guys, I agree with Drew, I think they're going to either have the sauce, like the secret sauce, re-hidden and holding it for NAIC, and then play something else that's still good, but not as good as the one they've got for NAIC. Um, You know, I think that's going to be what is going to happen 100%. Sweet.
0: Sweet. (laughs) Um, My my last question for you, and if Aaron has one, is have you ever been to... An event where you're trying to get some meta and then you failed miserably and your deck just completely sucked.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely been um, some times where it's it's not been the right meta call. Like, luckily, like I I try to like I said I I like consistency in decks. Like I I tried to stray away from a lot of this cute little tech. So I mean, even if I make a bad meta call, it seemed I seem to do okay. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been times where it's like. Yeah, this deck was not the right choice for the day. <laughs> like um and it, it happens to everyone. I mean, whether it's at locals, it's challengers, cups. Um, it really sucks when it's out of regionals because it's, you know, you, you pay money and time and effort to go there. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's it has happened. Um but luckily luckily it hasn't been as many times as um, you know, it's been good calls and stuff like that. Which there's been a couple of times my my teammates, I will say, have saved me because um we have tried to get into that that um what's the 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 team mentality of everyone plays the same 60 um that doesn't always work out sometimes so there's been times where it's like no we're all gonna play separate decks and like uh last minute night before it's like dude you gotta play this deck And i'm like you know we we test it's like all right fine like let's uh, i'll run it and i'm like the next day happens i'm like Oh, thank God! You convinced me to switch my deck because I would have just been <laughs> scrubbed out like within the first two rounds. Like,
0: uh, I'm I'm definitely the same same way too. Whatever uh, Aaron feels comfortable with, I'm I'm, I'm going to run that too. So he's just stuck easier. playing
2: grass, guys.
0: That's you're lucky it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: lucky it's good is what you mean. I would have played it anyways.
5: <laughs> Aaron, don't do it. <laughs> I'm
0: going to make it, I'm going to make it, you you
5: it work.
4: Though, like... If, you, if you're back. unsure still at the end of the day play something you're comfortable with too um back in the day mine was Blacephalon GX like i i go to tournaments tournaments and i would have like you know Gardevoir GX which was another fun deck of mine and play that you know or and i would just i go and i'm like oh i'm going to play this and you know i'm like oh man i'm not really feeling it i'm not sure what this field's going to be like and i'd play Blacephalon, and it's like you know if something like I said, sometimes it's not the right meta call but at least i'm comfortable with it enough to where i could squeak out a couple wins and stuff like that so mm. Yeah. if at the end of the day you're unsure of what to play just just go with the flow man because there's there's a lot to say about being comfortable while you're at the regional too because if you're not i mean that's you're already if you if you sit down and you're like shaking because you're like i'm nervous i don't know how to play this deck you know to it's optimal you're just all, just go ahead and scoop up at that point
0: <laughs> well but what if i'm what if i'm just nervous because i'm nervous <laughs> oh that happens yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. get up and walk away
0: you, yeah. you sit you down
5: for this, especially you know, if you're playing yeah, me yeah.
4: <laughs> I will say after the first game or two it, it, it goes away you'll be good
0: it's like sit down and you're like you fist bump you're ready you get, you see your first hand you're like
4: <laughs> what
3: does Sobble do again
4: <laughs> why I, aren't man, these glowing my, my first round uh, the last regional Daytona the, the first round I sat down and I was super nervous uh that was one of those times where i was uh convinced to play ability Zard the night before because i was going to play the gx um and i went to go play ability Zard, and i sat down against some uh some girl playing a uh, gardevoir sylveon and i'm like you know i was like, kind of like okay i kind of know this matchup but i'm still not comfortable with this tech dude that girl sat down with so much confidence and like she she swept the table with me man 'Cause I was just like, uh like, okay, I, I know I need to do this, but what happens if you do that? Like I was just I was kinda shaky, nervous mm-hmm. and stuff and she swept the table with me. I'm like, Well, cool, lost round one, so I guess it's fun from here and then you know, then I was good the rest of the day. But yeah, man, she she said I with so much confidence cause, and she I think she could tell I was nervous too. She like just like
0: She's she's Let's like, go. You're a little bitch.
4: Yeah, yeah. she's like <laughs> it's a, it's a little, you know what felt even worse? <laughs> like, dude. After afterwards, I was like, "Where? Like, where's where's that girl at? Like, on the tables? Like, she table one. Literally, was at table one after she beat me. I was like well I could lie and say that she's a pro player because she's at table one, so I don't feel bad with my friends.' But yeah, <laughs> no, she she. I think she ended up doing really well at the tournament.
0: That's good. <clears throat> if it was my comfortable deck, i would have to be uh, Leafy on Vmax right now. But I always feel like when it's important and it's like I'm gonna win this, it's when the deck flops. And I was like, I'd be like, oh, this feels, this feels good. This feels Hey, so good. man,
4: no one's expecting it.
0: <laughs> no, it's mm-hmm. grass, bro. <laughs> like, we could play Rillaboom. Yeah, be yeah, it One shot at everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's like, hey,
4: don't man, you
2: Drew. dare, Drew. There
4: you go.
2: Get rid of the baby booms, just fucking accelerate through RCS. Perfect.
0: Perfection. The energy,
3: the energy discard engine right now is just not so strong.
0: <laughs> He's like, no. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else, guys? Or, or are we Gucci? I'm
3: good. I think we've, we've run them dry.
0: Sweet. All right, Justin. Well, we'll open some packs and then we'll get out of here. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right.
3: Someone, someone open packs before me. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. Um, Justin, I'll let you go first. All right. All right, and then if Drew's back, then it'll be Drew, and um, let's see here. You got literally choices of only two Pokemon. You got Arceus, and you got Janna.
1: Ooh, let's go Grass.
0: You're going to go Grass? Yeah. All right, and then I'll have Drew grow, let Aaron go Grass, and then I'll go Arceus. By the way, if you're new to the Twitch or new to the pod, um, we did see some people from last week from the Hexer tournament. So uh, thank you if you stuck around for another episode. Every week at the end of our episodes, we do open packs and the polls, the big polls, um, you get a chance to win them. All you have to do is just hit up on our text line that we said at the beginning of the episode. And one lucky winner every Friday gets the cards mailed to you. And it probably in the future because we're actually getting a vial plume in the next set we're gonna hoard <laughs> a shit out of them and we're gonna sign it we're gonna give away signed vial plume cards for a minute
2: I gotta work on my signature my signature is for it
0: we'll practice oh no you, use your right hand Did you oh god you don't want so me to bad. use my right hand
2: <laughs> it looks like a use, kindergarten wrote that thing you're, it's gonna be like, all use, wobbly and stuff oh no
0: use my strong hand my strong arm <laughs> alright justin Oh, no. All right. I looked away when you did that. Oh, sorry. You're good. You're good. All right. Seven.
4: Zach. Zach. Mike. Four. Quail. Larry. Vagina. (sighs) Nine. Two.
1: Good. Gold. Kill. I don't know. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Brown grass. Yeah. There you go. Float Hunting Gloves. Vibrava. Sock. Burmy. Zaryu. Magmar. Throw. There you go. Reverse Snow Runt. And Lipe Replacement Replacements in Da-da-da-da. Who's next? Uh, Drew's next.
0: Do the do, Drew. Do the do. Uh,
3: vagina, Yolanda. Queef, Vagina, Hat. Queef, Seven. Penis, Two. Monkey, Nine Penis King.
0: Nine Penis King. That's a lot of penises, man. That's a lot of penis. Uh,
1: Silvergrass. <laughs> yeah. Magma Basin. Cradont. Collapse Stadium, very playable. Buizel. Hallucha. Throw. Magmar. Star You. Reverse. Hollow Dysnor. <gasps> oh, an shit! RCSB. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks on. in a row. Almost gotta place Bye. it. RCSV from RCSV pack too, right? Yeah. yeah, it was, it was meant made. to be. It was meant to be. Is that a literal god pack? <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. Dad jokes. <laughs> for days. <laughs> ah, sorry for the pings, everybody.
2: All right, we have seven. Queef, Vagina, Wood, seven. Kill, four. Yolanda, Zoolander. X ray My King seven
1: All right we have Dark Grass Collapse Stadium Luxio Pot Helmet Throw again Alucha Weasel again Uh Kakarot Vincino a reverse holo Luxio and a muck. What's that, man? A muck. Muck. Uh, last last
0: brilliant stars before we move on. Should I pray to the gods again for a god card?
1: Please, Arceus, yes. give me Arceus. Be Yes, VMAX.
0: <laughs> we have seven horny x-rays. Nice. Nipples, queef, Milwaukee? <laughs> I don't know the guys. Jacob, Karen, penis, Nate, cock, Harry cock. Hey, we have Greengrass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: hey, yeah, cool. this is the best fucking pack yet.
0: <laughs> Executor, choice belt. Super playable. Super playable. The bird, Starvana. Star-
2: the Star- bird,
0: that's the right Tomb. Uh, what is this one? Other called? bird, Starly. <laughs> Other bird, fly away, Rilo. What's that? Chirubi? Riolu. Uh, reverses <sighs> Escavaler. That's not it. Escavaler. <laughs> what is it? How do you say this thing?
2: Say hey, that Pokemon takes seven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cavalier. <laughs> oh,
5: that's
1: it. <gasps> oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Rcsv star regular art. Wow, oh, that's the god
3: uh, packs that's...
2: were god packs. Yeah,
1: yeah, All right, Justin, we need a banger question of the week for these. Yeah. Oh man. No pressure. Um. Uh... What is the name of my new team? Oh, That's go. a good one. It was oh, mentioned really? at some point. At some point, yeah.
0: Oh. Um again, Justin, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. We deeply appreciate you.
4: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Of course, man. Any any time. Anytime. anytime um shout out to all our patrons that hung out with drew and his team last night um what drew your brother won the whole thing right he
3: did absolutely yeah yeah is, with, this, uh, is this is this the window we're going to use to talk about that
0: oh uh yeah we'll just use it no probably not no windows anyway, no windows. <laughs> No, it does. I keep thinking oh, I, I forgot that it's not like we're we truly goodbye. We still Anyways. got a whole
3: podcast to record, buddy. <laughs>
2: Woo. Wow! Spoilers for everybody who's listening on the podcast.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with all the whole stuff with the team, Justin. Keep playing. Um, if you were to pick a deck coming out of New Jersey this weekend, who's to, who? What's taking it all? And if you don't oh. think it's a if you think it's a rogue, you could say rogue. You don't have to be specific. You could say something completely different because there's still so much untapped potential of the brilliant star meta.
4: No, if I had to guess, I would say it's either going to be Rapid Strike Urshie or Mew. Um I and I'm leaning more towards Rapid Strike Urshie because I've been testing some uh some some spice lately that makes it a makes a really good deck and so i'm, I'm leaning towards that
0: nice nice makes it i'm a. this makes it so hot. i'm a firm believer that muse is never gonna win a tournament again so <laughs> <laughs> hey you I just, never know
4: I, I i think it's one of those things where it's all the best players are kind of been holding off and it's 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 about it's time to shine not gonna lie it's it's consistent and people
0: hate it for a reason well, people hated ADP too, and that thing never won anything big. It was never always had true. an event! <laughs> it had four <laughs> team challenges! That's We're a not, minor, that's detail, minor detail. Minor detail. Or or a player's cup. It's the same thing. No, you're not wrong.
2: But still,
3: it never had a reach. Yeah, there was never an opportunity.
5: Never there was plenty of No opportunity. <laughs> None. No. no.
3: It's, it's, it, it is different. The cards don't glow in real life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah, well uh as always, I'm Polka Dad Rick.
2: I'm
0: Pokadad Aaron. I'm getting over COVID. And <laughs> I'm Pokadad Justin. I hope you guys have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening. Check it out. I know this stuff is streaming over the weekend in New Jersey. We know we have a couple of patrons that are going to be there this weekend, so good luck to those guys. Make the PokéDads proud. Take everything. Make a day two. You know, we're not asking you to win the whole thing. Just make a day two sounds uh, very good, but uh, also again...
1: win the whole thing.
0: Yeah, Woo-hoo! And um, as I said earlier, um, all the new listeners we got the, from the past week, if you're here this week again, hey, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And... Um,
2: I'm not muted this time.
0: You're definitely not muted. <laughs> and then um, I'll save everyone's ears for a, a dad joke. S- Aaron, <laughs> S- right, sign us off.
2: And may your pools be ready. <laughs> <laughs>
3: legal
2: oh man that would be fucking hilarious all the
3: dark support comes out and it just gasses everybody because (laughs) trekking boots lets them get to everything that much faster
0: look at chuchu he's thinking about it he's like no that's gonna happen
3: no I I have it in my deck right now it's so fast with trekking boots
0: I like the artwork of having the trekking boots and then have the medallion around its neck too like I know you can't have two item cards but it's just kind of funny
3: (laughs) Well, you can't because the trekking boots you don't attach. You just play.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> okay. It's, it's
3: just funny. It's a play on the deck on how it's going to look. I tested it with water. the hero's medal and I don't like it. I don't I like the, the hero's medal either. I like the tool
1: jammer better because then like, you could stop the hero's medal from actually doing anything and you could take the full three prizes in the mirror. Yeah.